It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Ridge. Drew, I am your father. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nice. I knew it. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. What's up, guys? Mo is really happy to be here right now. Oh, yeah. I, I actually, yeah. It's favorite holiday. Yep. <laughs> The cultural appropriation of uh, Mexican Independence Day. That's tomorrow. That's, that's tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Today is Star Wars Day. Which is, I guess, cultural appropriation of nerd culture. Pretty much. Right. So, that's all good. Did you guys celebrate Star Wars Day in any meaningful way? Same ways every year. <laughs> <laughs> Tradition. <laughs> I was actually uh, watching uh, Star Wars before the podcast. Which one? Nine. Okay. Is that streaming today now? Did I see that? Yeah, it was. Nice. Very cool. Wow. Now I know what you guys feel like when me and Danny talk sports. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, what about Cinco de Mayo? Any any big plans for tomorrow? Dude, Taco Tuesday? Cinco de Mayo? This is like signs. No. This, and, this yeah, is the and cultural <laughs> appropriation. Yeah, yeah. Cinco de Mayo on Taco Tuesday destroyed by something called Corona. I saw that meme today. Ooh. Oh man! Yeah, i I have a strong suspicion here in Oklahoma there will be a lot of people celebrating it with a lot of other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, the highway this morning. Pfft. Nobody's nobody's distancing anything, <laughs> and lo and behold, our numbers went up over the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, man. As the weather gets nice, everybody's just going somewhere. NFG. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Yep. The uptick is coming, gentlemen. I think going. Hopefully one, once we, I, my hope is that once we get that second wave, then we'll actually have a chance to get better. Yeah. But. Until then. Until then. We're going to have to let the guinea pigs do their thing. Oh, that meme's great. Which one? The one with the asses being carried? <laughs> All of them. All of them with the... <laughs> Every meme ever. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, the memes The memes right now are absurd. Yeah. Hmm. Too <laughs> many people... The stock with, is up. Yeah, too many people with too much time on their hands. That's always true, though. I feel like meme culture advances way faster than it would if, if people had more reasonable things to do. Oh, yeah. So, 
you know what they could be doing instead of memes all the time? Working? That too. Getting a job? But when they're not working, no, you can't work all the time. They up? You got to have fun with your friends I, online somewhere. I see where somehow. you're going with this. Cigar they noise. Sh- <laughs> yes, sir. They could be on cigar noise. They need a. We need a cigar noise like theme song. They do. Not not cigar noise boys. Actual cigar oh. noise needs a needs a theme song that we can play here. Well, insert cigar noise theme song. I wonder what it would be. Girls just want to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) When you think cigar noise, what what noise does a cigar make? I uh, I picture cigar noise to the uh, Chappelle show theme. I was thinking more Law and Order. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, intro to Law and Order. Bum, 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 bum. (laughs) However that goes. After every post, it's just bottom. Mm-hmm. Everybody get interrogated. Did you really smoke fish, or are you just fake posting? <laughs> Which is never an issue on a cigar. It's not even that lit. That shit is not lit. <laughs> yeah, not lit. Send, send in Briscoe and Green. Ugh. That was my favorite duo of Law and Order. I think detective wise, you guys watch Law and Order. Law and Order. Uh no. no, not religiously. I've seen it and enjoy it, but I don't, I don't know that much about it. Gotcha. Yep. Anyway, what else we got? Well, well speaking of law and order, uh, 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 whoa! <laughs> that was <laughs> quick on quick on the draw. Nice job, Drew. <laughs> Well done. There's some DJing over there. Is that the uh, Cigar Noise uh, <laughs> <laughs> your song? Oh, there it is. Uh, so speaking of law and order, uh, a judge in Wisconsin just ruled that uh, strip clubs could not be denied small business loans from the government. Mm. So that got me wondering... Not if I should open a straw. Got me wondering, uh, are there any businesses that you'd think of as small businesses that you would think should not get loans from the government? I think if you're a legal business, why should you be exempt from getting it? I'm going to step this one out. (laughs) Oh, are there All are right. there any you would you, you I mean I, I couldn't think of any. I'm not but I was I'm not for strip curious. clubs or against them, but like I don't know if you're a small business, shouldn't you be allowed to get it like anybody else? I mean, if I'm a struggling car shop guy, what's the difference between me and a struggling strip club owner? <laughs> um. Look, you got to leave morals aside, and it's just a business, right? Mm. How can the government say you can and you can't? No, I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> but we had, 
We have enough people putting business ahead of morality. Right oh, now. I, pff, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I'm just saying as a... Yeah. Yeah. Do you find strip clubs to be immoral? Me? Sure. I don't know. I'm not even listening. Uh, man, look, people do what they want. I've never been to a strip club. I really haven't. Um, never had a desire to be honest with you. I always just felt like I never understood the point of it. Yeah, I don't actually either. Um, but, you I, know, it's kind of a rite of passage for a lot of guys, so I understand that aspect, but I never really sought approval from anybody. <laughs> I think before the <laughs> internet, it may be... <laughs> they had more of an illustrious standing amongst the youth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More glitz and glamour Come before on. the before before the hub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's literally nothing you can't find online now. That way better than a strip club, by the way. If you're into anything more than just boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. I, I don't. Here's where I'll tell you I have an issue with the loan program. Was that it really wasn't getting to the people that it needed to be? Yeah, absolutely. To. Okay. Forget strip clubs, forget whatever. I really don't give a shit. If they're a small business and they're struggling and they've been impacted, obviously that's a up close and personal business. They're going to be impacted by something of this magnitude. Where I have an issue is when companies like Ruth's Chris, when Shake Shack, when Ashford Hotels were getting Mm -hmm. these PPP loans. And it's not to say that these bigger companies don't employ a shit ton of people because they do. Okay. And it's in our best interest to at least keep some of these around and, and keep them viable. I wouldn't say that Ruth's Chris and Shake Shack um, would make society unlivable if they weren't around. Okay. I mean, maybe Shake Shack. Well, Shake Shack's <laughs> phenomenal. Okay. But even I could live without Shake Shack. My point is that like, I would be more, if a big business were to get a bailout, like, honestly, the airlines. I travel a lot. Having uh, good, you know, airlines and and steady airlines and airlines that perform are very important. (laughs) Same with hotels. You know, I can't imagine, like, Hilton going under and I'm, like, staying at, like, some Roach Motels, dude. Wouldn't, you know, I'm just saying. Wouldn't like, somebody example, else come in and take their places, but Wouldn't somebody place? come in and take their place though? Uh, with what capital? I mean, maybe at some point, but who's going to fill that gap right away? Well, yeah, nobody. You know? I mean, they're just going to restructure, but, file bankruptcy. They're going to get a shit ton of bailouts. Yeah. They'll be fine. But my point is, you know. Yeah, but who's going to bail out the strip club? <laughs> So the same consumer old once, always go there. Yeah, the, the consumer once oh, the, uh, the pandemic is over. Oh, can you imagine a strip club after this is over? All these deadbeat husbands <laughs> getting out of the house. There, I think, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that don't want to see their spouse. I got to stay late at work. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oof. Is it, is it too late for one of you guys to go back to school and study uh, marital law? 
<laughs> Man, can you imagine the money after this? Yeah. Dude, if I was a practicing attorney, I'd be brushing up oh, yeah. CPE all over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like with, with the strip clubs, though, it's a lot like a casino, I think, where if you go every once in a while, you know, maybe that's okay, uh, depending on who you are. If you're there every day and you stay there all day, you have many problems. Isn't that with anything, though? Everything uh, in my Probably most. The, I, I do that at work, though, right? I go there every day and I stay there most of the day. I guess that's its own problem. But you don't you don't pay to go there. Yeah, you damn right I don't. <laughs> Everything in moderation. Truth. <laughs> I agree with that. That is the truth. All right, so you got some so topics to wrap that up. Uh, <laughs> fuck, fuck big business and uh, support your local strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, we've talked about this a lot over the past few weeks. Um, even business, some businesses that we think are big really aren't, right? Um, so there are, in every community or every city, every suburb, every township, every area is kind of different in a way in the sense that, like, if you're a small town and Walmart is the attraction in your town, like that's a big deal to you, right? You need Walmart to be there, right? Yeah. For example, just example. So what's necessary, what's what's essential, what's that is so area specific, depending on, on where you're at, uh, I feel like. So it's really hard to have just like a, a blanket approach to this whole thing, which makes it even more difficult, I feel like. I don't envy lawmakers right now. No, there's no right all. answer. And it's not that no. like there's 15 right answers. Like it usually ends up when there's no right answer. Right. There's like literally nothing you can do. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to piss somebody off. Um, these guys are still playing partisan bullshit and you know, it's just like who loses the people. So we're just going to have to find a way to rise above it, man. There it is. Speaking of rising above it, our buddy G Fizzle had a question for us this week. Boom. Uh, yeah, if you were, speaking of ways to rise above what you got, if you had to switch careers, what would you do for the rest of your days? Can't do what you do right now anymore. Can we do anything? I assume you have to be at least moderately competent at it. <laughs> Fuck. I'm screwed. <laughs> Damn. Well, that narrows it down really quickly. Yeah, I'm going to be a direct TV repairman forever. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's, let's say you don't. Right? It could be any Custodial engineer. I'm, I'm going to work for Cox Communications then. <laughs> but otherwise, people are going to be like, I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm going to be a king or something. No, like, it's got to be a job. Be- Oh, I wasn't going to say that. I was gonna Kyle, pick... How about you kick us off on this one? What yeah. would you do? Uh, I would probably, there's a couple of things that, that are on my list of what I might do. Uh, number one, I might, I might learn a little bit more about computer programming and do some coding. 
I think that could be good. Uh, partly appealing because you're, you're doing problem solving, partly appealing because you can do it from literally anywhere. And I'm really, really happy about working from home right now. No. Because uh, fuck working at an office if I can work at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, I don't think there's any actual future in it. Uh, in terms of cash money, but I, I enjoy social media, and I think there'd probably be something I could do there that would be fun. Yeah. So those are the two that I would probably look at. All right. Speaking of working from the office, we we were talking about that three, four weeks ago, about how the dynamic of the, of biz, the business landscape was going to change. All these articles now are starting to come out about, you know, our companies now going to be, you know, like downsizing their office spaces and working from home more. And it's like, well, yeah, they are. They're going to save themselves a shit ton of money, <laughs> Yep. you know, and they're just going to have to build up their infrastructures and VPN, which most companies already have anyway, especially if they're services based, mm-hmm. you know, so it's really not going to be that big of a transition for them. Just not having to drive to work is is beautiful on its own. I like it. Gonna cut down on pollution for sure. Yeah. Wait, Drew, you're saying you like to drive to work? Yeah, I do. Go on. Tell me why I should like it. I just would like to like it. I just enjoy it. It's like a 20 minute drive. Just relaxing in the morning and evening to drive to and from work. It's like a. I don't know. You don't get the same feeling when you just like close your laptop at the end of the day, cow, and move. That's fair. Move off the couch and into the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like a twenty minute cigar break. Is yeah, not like what it is. A lot yeah. of times it is too. Drew <laughs> yeah. grabs those ba- those baby Nika Rusticas and he's off. I do. That's true. <laughs> now it's now it's the uh, precipitation. So stop it! No need to lie. Has been quite a lot. That's a good cigar. Damn right. Not gonna lie, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who makes that? Alec Bradley? I think no, Gurkha. <laughs> um, that, that can't be true. I wouldn't smoke anything Gurkha. Uh, <laughs> this is where I was like, they're Gurkha seconds, sucker. With with all due respect to your guys' driving to work issues. The traffic that you guys deal with is very oh, minimal. True, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, no doubt. I would hate it if it was yeah. there in Chicago or LA or something. I will tell you this if you're driving to work and it's an off peak time, I 100% agree with you, Drew. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I would just stay late at work and just avoid traffic. And I would, I used to just like totally decompress on that drive home. It was great. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Listen to some music, pod, finish up a podcast, whatever. It's good. It's legit. Yeah, I'm so, with you. So, so back to the job thing. Yeah. I don't know if it qualifies, but I would like to, I'd like to run a gym, own a gym. That definitely qualifies. You'd be phenomenal at that. I think that's, uh, if I could yeah, do that, would. get a loan for a gym. Scrape by would, every week. <laughs> yeah, you say scrape by every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Actually, we haven't really talked about. Did you guys see that Gold's Gym filed for bankrupt or Chapter Eleven? I think today. Oh, uh-uh. something like that. Um, They've been doing terrible <laughs> though for a while. You texted that to us. How did you miss it, Drew? I yeah. didn't see it. So, I, I was I, I was actually working that, at work today. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a really big deal, man. Like I, I'm wondering, you know, we've had obviously throughout the country this this fitness craze, right? Which gave rise to basically fitness centers on every corner, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens to that industry over the next couple of years because, I mean, even was it 24-hour fitness that's predominantly on the West Coast that just filed for bankruptcy as well? They were getting their asses handed to them by like LA Fitness and Anytime Fitness and stuff anyway. But so they were already in a bad position and now they're in a worse position. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens to the fitness industry. I feel like it, my gym was still billing me during all this. <laughs> so yeah. And so I, I have to check actually to see if mine still is. I think they told us they were not going to, but. Now it's going on like three months, two months. So mine said that they weren't, but the way it fell is mine got billed after the first day after they said they wouldn't, and it went through. Oh, that's sneaky. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like I, I do appreciate that there's some companies out there saying, "Hey, we're going to stop billing you." But also, if you want to pay, we'll pass it on to our workers. I think that kind of thing is really cool. Well, right that'd now. be nice, for sure. That's that's the kind of thing where I, I keep that subscription. Yeah. So assuming they're really doing that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is they could just be lying to me, and I, they're still getting my money. So true. Yeah, you're doing your part at that. Yeah. Point. Somebody yeah. wants to lie to you and mislead you. That's on them. On. Yeah, they can have my thirty bucks a month, right? Like, whatever. Is that how much your gym costs? I don't go to the gym. I'm oh. talking about other things. So yours is free. <laughs> He's talking about his bourbon, his bourbon pres- uh, yeah. prescription. Prescription. It is a prescription. Yeah, prescription. Yeah. <laughs> Had it right the first time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what about great. you, Mo? What, what job would you do? I, I think Drew's is a really good answer. Yeah, I think that's spot on for Drupus. I, you know what, man? I would be, I'd probably be doing what I was doing before I started Patino. You know, trading streaming about another. making a cigar brand. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, that sucks. You'd, you'd go back to it though. Oh yeah, maybe not agriculture, but yeah, definitely something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that's what you've been doing in your downtime, isn't it? Like right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's my pet. I mean, that is. It's neck and neck with cigars, if not maybe even just that to me it's it's um you're basically trying to outsmart or get ahead of human beings and computers all the time it's It's just a fascinating to me it's just like you're battling it's awesome, it's the greatest feeling. I don't know. It's a rush. I thought the pump was the greatest feeling. No, not a, yeah, maybe to Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
What's the pump? <laughs> it's not that thing that you were using for a while when you were younger, pal. <laughs> like last week. Mm-hmm. Well, technically you were younger last week. Yeah. Legit. It's true. Uh, Kyle. This RX bar tastes like... <laughs> that's a that's an ad. <laughs> Sweet. Damn it! Now I forgot what I was gonna say. I had a really good question. For Is that the hold music? <laughs> what that's, is that? That's seventies pumping iron music. Uh huh. You have to explain this to me. I have no idea what that is. You're, no, you're about to hear it. Wow. Jeez, the greatest feeling you can get in a gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym is the pump. <laughs> Let's say you train your biceps. Blood is rushing into your muscles, and that's what we call the pump. Your muscles get a really tight feeling, like your skin is going to explode any minute. You know, It's really tight. It's like somebody blowing air into, into your muscle. It just blows up, and it feels different. It feels fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the pump it's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is you know as uh, having sex with a woman and coming <laughs> so can you believe how much I am in heaven I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym I'm getting the feeling of coming at home I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up when I pose out in front of 5,000 people I get the same feeling so I'm coming day and night I mean it's terrific right <laughs> That's iconic, Cal, don't you know? <laughs> Is that how you guys feel when you go to the gym? <laughs> no. The pump. Then again, we weren't Arnold, so. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Might make you go to the gym now, Cal. Find that. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. I mean, I've, I've done enough that I know that, that that's not what it feels like. <laughs> oh, man. More like the lump. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Oof. Uh, what else there's is no on transition the... for yeah, anything. Yeah, what, what else is on the list there? All right. Uh, this is getting fun. Uh, so the the government released UFO footage. Do you guys, you guys see this? Yeah, a little bit. So... Is, is the government, do they have more about this, do you think? Do they, like, do they have alien information that they're not telling us? They probably always have. <laughs> so you're, a, you're an alien believer? Dude, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, there's nothing to say that there isn't, and there's apparently no definitive proof that there is, so... Whatever. Sweet. The, I saw the videos though, and you can't tell what that is. It's like Sasquatch videos. Let alone, you, you can't even tell what the freaking pilot's looking at. I mean, it's just a. a <laughs> I mean, I could have recorded my fuzzy television and posted it. <laughs> That's a good idea. You should make as many fake <laughs> UFO videos as you can possibly come up with. The other side of that is like, 
you you tell somebody they're looking at a UFO and they go, "Yep, that's a UFO, all right." Right. Mm-hmm. Truth. Cool. I don't uh, know what the video was, but I saw it. I after you mentioned that somebody had mentioned it at work, but I checked it out after you'd mentioned it, and wasn't very convincing. I'm not saying it, it wasn't a UFO, is. but it was about like the Sasquatch images and video. Yeah. I've seen better ones. I don't know That's why those, legit. Yeah, I don't know why those needed to be declassified. <laughs> <laughs> to take your attention away. <laughs> Yeah, that's a hundred percent it. <laughs> Look over here. <laughs> Look, it's shining Americans lights. Are dying. All right. Uh, yeah, everything everything's falling apart. People dying. Fucking murder hornets. You murder hornets. I did see this. Yeah. I didn't ever read the article, but I saw it. It's fucking crazy. Coming to America. Yeah. Because fuck 2020. Weren't, uh, so, (laughs) was it the early 2000s, late 90s maybe? I can't remember when they had those African killer bees. You guys remember that? I don't remember that. They were like, what do those do? These African killer, they were supposedly killing our bees and people and stuff. Same deal, I think. Huh. I remember cicadas growing up. Well, yeah, that's different. (laughs) Those Those, those don't kill people No African killer bees Did they stop Those African ones you were talking about Did they get rid of them I don't even know They just It disappeared It was was probably a freaking uh, Look over here (laughs) (laughs) Aliens (laughs) Yikes Murder hornets that's some shit. So I, I was just thinking about how fucked up 2020 is, and that, that of course, that happened now. Yeah. I saw something that said 2020 is canceled. Catch me in 2021. <laughs> kind of true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any plans for the rest of this year at all? Or are you just hiding inside as much as possible? Um, I'm gonna wing it, man. Yeah, waiting to see, uh, waiting to see how it goes. <laughs> if it starts yeah. clearing up, I don't know about making plans, but might start doing stuff again in a few months if it starts clearing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you. If you can keep a relatively safe social distance and if you're wearing a mask and you wash your hands and whatever, I think assuming that by the summer that people will understand that this is something, even if it doesn't kill them, it's not something they want to get. Yes, that's right? the biggest and deal. Think, and I think that's the big thing that's missing. It's like, okay, it may not kill you, but do you really want to fucking have those symptoms? <laughs> well, from what I've heard I mean, with people that have gotten it and stuff, dude, it's like two weeks of nonstop worst fucking feeling ever. 
Yeah. I mean, who wants that? <laughs> no. Definitely not me. That's a review that I got from a girl I dated in high school. <laughs> yeah. Is that a, yeah, on Yelp? <laughs> yes. One star. Yelp. Yelp two weeks it. of the worst feeling ever. Yeah. Took her yeah. two weeks to figure it out. Can we can we make six feet of social distancing like a thing forever? Oh, we, can we should always do that. We should. Dude, it might be. It should be a thing. It should have been a thing already. <laughs> I mean, look, you're gonna have. I mean, if you think about this, you're gonna have a whole generation of people that it's gonna take them a long time to like readjust. Mm-hmm. Do you think it will? Maybe. I don't know. It seems it like depends. a lot of people are already just out there doing whatever the fuck they want. There are a lot of terrible yeah. lessons. Probably so. And the worst thing is, if they go a couple weeks without anything happening, then that's just going to bring more people out. Yep. And then it's going to be, you know, and it's like, all right. But there that's what's go going to happen based on the based on the asymptomatic people, isn't it? Like, that's right, guaranteed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When I saw a meme today that said, uh, ah, maybe I still have it. I'm going to send it to you guys. But it said something about, yeah, the end of the stay-at-home orders doesn't mean the pandemic is over. It means they currently have room for you in the ICU, <laughs> which is the freaking truth. Yeah, that's 100% it. <laughs> We're good. We can let a few more people in. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be laughing. So I know, but that's yeah. th- this week is actually going to be my. I mean, outside from going on grocery runs, which I've been just doing now, curbside delivery. Yeah, that's what we do. So I haven't even been going into like the grocery store at this point. But, and for people that think maybe I'm like being overly cautious or whatever, you have to understand that my circumstances are different. I, I watch after my parents. I take care of my parents. So I have to, I'm one of those people that has to be extra cautious. Okay. So let me just get that out of the way before people think that I'm like this, whatever they want to label me. But, um, and really, if you have kids, you should probably be approaching this the same way. Yep. (laughs) Right. Um, or anybody that's immunocompromised in your home. But, um, so I have to go return my my car leases up. I've been telling you guys this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is really going to be the first time. So I got to go get it washed and like cleaned out because I smoked in that car, right? So I got to go get it detailed and whatever, so I don't get fined up the ass. Those uh, and, those bomb things what? that uh, TLE mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And. Um, so I got to go do that. So this is going to be really my first foray into going out and like having to interact with people. Like I'm going to have to sign paperwork, obviously I'm going to have to like, and that's going to be the first time of doing that since this all started. So that's going to be interesting. When are you doing that? Uh, well, this week, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday or Wednesday. I'm going to take the car to get cleaned out. Thursday, the inspection people are coming. And then Friday, I got to take it to the dealership. 
So bring your own pen. Yeah. True that. Yeah. You got your mask and all? I have uh I have surgical masks from my brother. Yeah. Because he, he does Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever, but yeah. that's but that's it. I don't have like an N95 or anything like that. Although the surgical masks have a pretty good protection rate. Not yeah. as good as like N95, but they're pretty solid. Put a patina sticker on there. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be interesting to hear how that goes, though. Yeah, I will fill you guys in next week. I'm assuming that it's going to be just, you know, it's going to be different, right? So they'll probably, yeah. It's going to feel different, even if it is the same. Oh, yeah. A lot of places, I've been places for work and whatnot, and uh, most employees at a lot of the places are wearing masks, whether they're required to or just doing it on their own. But um, a lot of those places, they're wearing masks, they're taking extra precautions, um, not, I mean, not reusing pens unless they clean them type of deal thing I've seen. Um, all those big protection glass windows in front of you, in front of them, stuff like that. Yeah. Did you get, so I had a craving today for a Popeye's chicken sandwich. (laughs) every day okay all right so where's danny so obviously i haven't eaten all day so i go to popeye's and the line is wrapped around Mm -hmm. and i'm like what the fuck i didn't realize that people were still eating out this much oh yeah it's ridiculous um, and so I'm like, all right, well, my plan B will be Portillo's. So I go get myself a beef sandwich. It's probably worse. No line. Yeah, it was. So I had to come home and throw a sandwich together, <laughs> you know, and it's like, like a sucker. And it's just like, damn, I didn't realize. I thought most people were eating at home, but I think they've gotten sick of it. So they're like, fuck it. We're going to sit in line. Yeah, I think it gives people maybe a sense of normalcy. I can get that. That her husband or wife is like, you take the kids and I'm going to grab dinner. Right. (laughs) I'll see you in an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they've had so many things now about how it's it's safe to go out and eat as long as you take certain precautions, right? You get to do your curbside or you get in, in contact with a few people or whatever. They've pushed that so much that I think people are thinking, well, it's like one of the few things I can do. Well, that, yeah, okay. So first of all, that's misleading. Yeah. I'm, doing I, that, I, I'm not, I'm not agreeing with them. I'm just saying that's, right. that's the message. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're trying not to have these restaurants go under. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, the reality is someone's still touching your food and they're touching the bag that they're putting your food in. So you're still going to have to wipe it down or wash your hands after you get it out of the packaging or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So. Well, and you're still making contact with someone. Right. Potentially. Well, maybe. I know, like, yeah. the grocery stores and stuff will just have you pop your trunk and throw it in there, which yeah, I think is pretty. Chunk it back there. Chunk it back there. I think it's pretty dang safe that way. 
I I am no scientist, by the way. I am there's no relation to Dr. Brandt here. But uh I, <laughs> Dr. I, would, Brandt. I would think you're pretty safe. As long as you're not making contact with someone else, I think you're doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean the virus can live on surfaces too. Oh, absolutely. So you be a little careful still, but yeah. Yeah. I think they said paper, it's only like a day, right? Something like that. Yeah. But that's kind of what we've done. We've gotten takeout a couple of places, and it's places where they'll just throw it in the back of the car for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll Chum. bring it home without touching anything. I won't have touched it. Have somebody open all the doors, right? Yeah. I, I'll take it inside. She'll get it. Like, I'll take it out of the packaging. She'll take the food and put it on a plate. Yep. I'll throw yep. everything away. I'll wash my hands. Yep, touching exactly. nothing. What right? about then it's okay? What about mail? What do you guys do with mail or deliveries? I wash my hands after it. Yeah. After I touch do you take it, the yeah. boxes and stuff yeah. inside? Uh, I, I take whatever's in the boxes out of the boxes and throw the box away. Okay. And wash my hands, and then I wipe down whatever it is that I. I ordered a couple books this past month. Yeah. So yeah, I just I literally opened the box and threw the book on the ground. And then toss the box right away, wash my hands, grab the cloth, and then wipe down the book. So, Yeah, they've said that it lives on cardboard for up to 24 hours. So what I'll usually do is just bring the box inside, set it down, wash my hands, and leave that shit there for a day or more. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll deal with it. I don't we, care. We can open the mail tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, there's Name nothing that, that pressing. Yeah. And like like Mo was saying, maybe that's a little too far. I don't know. Hey, I think if you're not getting sick, it's not too far. <laughs> right. There you go. I agree with that. Yeah, you'll never know if you did things the right way. You'll know if you did them the wrong way. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Oof. Well, that was uplifting. Yeah, well, we want everybody to be safe. You're not fucking invincible. If you think you're a tough guy, just stop it. No one's invincible. Well, on this yeah. thing, I've, I've, I have actually haven't seen my mom uh, since all this started, but, like, her thing is, like, is it worth going to Sonic and getting up slushy and potentially dying? <laughs> No, right. it's not. So I can do without a slushy for, you know, a couple months. <laughs> and the hard thing is, man, you want to support businesses, right? And so I try to find a, a middle ground, but it's not easy. Yeah. Well, and I think you take precautions and you're you're fine. Mm-hmm. Take as many precautions as you can and you'll be good. Can never be too safe. Cal, what else we got, man? Um, Give me something else to play some music to. I don't know how you're going to do this one. (laughs) Uh, So since we can't all get together in person, uh, we had a a Zoom herf with Mo with Lake Country Cigars. Yeah. Mo, tell us tell us about what it was like to do to do a virtual event from the. Uh, a lot of us have it from the consumer standpoint. I know what I'm getting into. 
Mm-hmm. What's it like from the the guy on the other end, like the cigar manufacturer side? How does that feel? Um, it, look, it just depends on the crowd, right? Like if the crowd's engaging and they're engaged and it makes it more enjoyable, right? The only two that I've done with a shop, one was Smoke Maniunk and then the other was Lake Country. And obviously those are like a different... Those are not random retailers to me. Those are people that go above and beyond in supporting Patina and supporting me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it really just feels like hanging out with friends, to be honest, more than anything. So it's yeah. just like the rest of us jumping on feels the same, same kind of way? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, dude, think about the virtual herf with, with Lake Country. It was you, me, T-Bone, Dom, uh, Mark, uh, Mape. Um, <laughs> yeah, we talked to Mape. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, Brad, you know, Cigar LCCJ. Um, yeah, Buddha, yeah, Big C. Yeah, Buddha, uh, yeah. Tron. I mean, <laughs> Big C, yeah. I mean, it was like, it was just like, all right, cool, man. You know, it was awesome. So, whoever I thought uh, Jana was on there that works at Lake Country, Todd, my rep in in uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin was on there, and then Joe, my rep in New England was on there. So it was cool. That's legit. I was just curious if it was a different experience, and maybe when you do one with people you don't know so well, I'd be curious to find out. Or maybe yeah, ask I think Danny when he comes on. Like what, what is that like to be like the, the spotlight person in one of these? Yeah. And I haven't been the spotlight person in any of them because it just hasn't been, because most of the guys have known me for so long, even on the one I did with small batch. I mean, it was people that I've known forever. Um, yeah. Same with Manny Young, same with Lake country, but yeah, I mean, if some retailer that I uh, has started to do well with the brand and asked me to do it, um, and where I don't know their customer base that well, or even the owner that well, or manager, yeah, it's going to be different, sure. But I just haven't. I'm not. Look, I'm not exactly in high demand from people, right? So, like, the people that are going to ask me to do this are going to be people that that have known me for a long time. Well, for now, point, for yeah, now, but that, so. that Maduro is catching on, man. Damn right. Well, you know, it's like. The other two cigars aren't bad either. It's just like like I said on the on the Lake Country thing, the cigars seem to magically get better as it becomes acceptable to smoke patina. Does that if does that make sense? Sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the thing that I'm happy about with the Maduro is that, and I'm not surprised by it, but you know there there are two really good lines already and then you add a third one and it's been you know in the works so you gotta mm-hmm. wonder like is it gonna live up to the other two that's always the question in people's minds and i think it does that's what makes me excited about it oh i appreciate that yeah i think man look it's gonna be there are people today that are smoking patina that did not smoke the connecticut in havana i know that sure in that and that makes that makes me very happy. So it's good. 
Damn right it's good. Like, like <laughs> I said, man, it's, it's really just, okay, Connecticut's not your thing. All right, Habano's not your thing, or medium cigars aren't your thing. Okay, well, the Maduro I really like, that's part of my rotation. If there's another guy, yeah, Maduro's aren't my thing. I don't really like me. I like mild medium. Dude, I smoke the Patina Connecticut, part of my rotation. That's really what you want, right? You're hoping one of the three catches on in someone's rotation. That's it. It's legit. Put them all in the rotation. <laughs> Put them all. So, speaking of new cigars in your Ooh. rotations, how utterly fucked is everything <laughs> because of the court <laughs> case that was lost today that's going to make substan- substantial equivalence to be done by September? Yeah. So... First of all, if the corona thing or if the, the COVID stuff doesn't go away soon, that's going to get pushed back, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, I don't think it is not going away. If someone's like banking on it going away, it's not going away. Okay. Um, all you could do is get yourself prepared. The other part of that is. The substantial equivalence sucks, but if you get your paperwork done the right way, then it's up to them if they're going to even enforce it. Yeah. And if they choose not to, as long as your paperwork is done and you could substantiate what you've submitted, what are they going to say, man? I mean, honestly, they don't give a fuck. They've made that pretty clear. The FDA does not want to deal with this. Now, I'm not sticking up for the FDA, okay, by any means. But imagine, like, being a teacher in school and, like, having the discipline, the one kid that doesn't do anything stupid because everybody else is fucking doing stupid shit. Hmm. You're like, why would I want to waste my time on that kid? (laughs) Right? I think that's legit. It's probably true. It, it just a lot of it depends on if that attitude changes at some point, though. They would FDA's have to, part. Yeah, they would have to be really bored, which I don't see happening for a long time. Fair enough. And just just for fun, there are things that I would absolutely defend the FDA about. I think some of their mission is actually critical to how we live our lives. Of course. Um, so I don't want to like, there's, there's a lot about, you know, fuck the FDA and fuck them. And like, no, <laughs> they, they, first they didn't choose this. Uh, at right. all. They had it thrown at them. Uh, and second, they, they have no idea what they're doing, which yep. you could count against them, but they're, they're also like pretty fucking up front about it. Like, <laughs> like I'm standing around and you're like, Hey, here's a dinosaur egg, raise a dinosaur. And like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Like, yeah, that's exactly. what the FDA is doing right now with cigars. I didn't want yeah. it. I didn't ask for it. So what the fuck? Yeah. The, the, the challenge for us becomes you're, you're assuming that the stance of the FDA doesn't change 
based on the administration that's in the in the White House, right, or or the Congress. So like, if for some reason the next administration happens to be anti-tobacco, then yeah, we're going to be in trouble, right? But I just feel like. I don't know how much of a focus tobacco is going to be for a long time and what administration or FD or government agency is going to want to be responsible for more destruction to small business. Yeah. I mean, that's the angle they should be taking right now, but they're probably not going to. Apparently, the angle they took of wait six months after this, the decision we didn't like didn't didn't pan out so good. Unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time reading about this lawsuit and thinking that the cigar industry has its shit together in any meaningful way when it comes to representation and law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. maybe somebody can explain it better than the way I understand it now and make it all make sense, but it, it's fucked. Who knows? Judge Drew, we, how would uh, you judge the FDA and their handling of premium cigars? I don't think they're handling anything. They just keep pushing shit to the side. <laughs> do you Do you think that's a good thing, though? Well, for the cigar industry, it is. Because <laughs> they could be handling it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a lack of handling. Which, hopefully they keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Don't let us stop you. Yeah. Mission failed successfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because this was all supposed to change, what, 2014? Isn't that when it all, like, kicked in? I don't know. I think people started getting really 15? antsy and weird about it about 2016 is where, like, the yeah. real fear Was that the date? In. I can't remember. It was, like, August 8th, right? Yeah, that was 2016. Okay. That was, like, the date that you wanted to Still, have stuff four, in the market. four years ago now. But... I don't know, man. We'll see. I Look, you can't, like I've always said, the more cigars you sell, the less of a, the less of a uh, concern it is. But if, if you're already struggling, um, it's just one more thing to worry about. So all I know is I got to bust ass for the next few months. Try to at least as much as I could. Time to buy more Patina Maduro. Yeah. <laughs> So it was funny. We were we were on the we were on the Lake Country thing, and I said, "Well, you know, small brands like mine." And I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> and then fucking Tyler goes, "Are there brands as small as yours?" <laughs> so, so T Bone, he kissed my ass. <laughs> Damn. Love you anyway. Physically. Huh. Physically, you physically love him. More of, more of, figuratively, semi-emotionally. 
there are brands smaller than your brand, like a lot of them. I see them on Instagram all the time. It's like some guy yeah. is like, I own this cigar brand. You're like, that is fake. You have like 12 cigars <laughs> and you hand drew those bands. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. But I'll tell you, there's a brand that you, I feel like, are going to be hearing a lot more about going forward, which will be Ace Prime. Um, you may not have heard about them so much, unless you're a Crowned Heads fan, which in which case you definitely would. But they've done some collaborations with uh, Crowned Heads. I believe they made that Lantigua Esteli cigar for... Art Garcia, I think that's them. Um, but the owner of that brand is really connected to Hollywood and to um, a lot of like celebrities, if you will, and athletes and stuff like that. So assuming that star power can help, um, plus they make pretty good cigars. So that helps too. Um you know, I think that's a brand that you're going to, and he also has like an acceptance amongst industry people. Um, so I think that's a brand that you could see on the rise over the next couple of years. Yeah, time will tell. I haven't yeah. had any other cigars. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've had one. It was pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. If they'd like some free advice, my free advice to them would be to change their website 500%. Not 450? <laughs> no, no like that as far it. away as you can get from what they have now. Why? What do they have now? Oh, so visually the, the fonts don't, they, like they, they don't, they, are, they don't stand out over the pictures. They'll like bleed into the pictures a little bit. It's kind of a mess. The descriptions that they use, I, I hate almost every word on their entire website. Um, so I have to try the cigars. I'm not going to judge a brand completely on it. Uh, but I was just like, what What are you doing? So we'll find out. There are definitely, not, and I, I'm not saying this about Ace Prime because I haven't been to their website. So I don't know. I'll have to check it out. But there are certain brands when they describe their cigars or whatever, I'm just like, why? Yes. Why? <laughs> My favorite is people describing their wrappers on a cigar, because there aren't that many descriptive words you can use. You can either say it's wrapped in this, right, or the wrapper is this, or it's like, this is draped in Ecuadorian <laughs> Habano, and you're like, what the fuck you mean it's draped in it? It's rolled in it, like, that's not even the same thing. With finely fermented and aged tobacco, as opposed to what? Right. <laughs> we found this shit out back and we rolled it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where some of it comes from. Some of it's because there aren't that many good words. I get it. But sure. some of it's like, come on. <laughs> Just don't fucking say anything. Yeah. Look, man, one thing I've learned in my short 
almost three year run. It'll be three. It'll be three years officially. I think May seventeenth is when the first cigars hit Casa for sale. Um, like banded and boxed and everything. Um, and in that time, I've just. I've learned that there's a bunch of people that are going to try to tell you what to do and how to do it, but all you can do is what works for you, mm-hmm. you know, and people, everyone's got a great idea, but they also aren't the ones that have to fund it. <laughs> right? Sure. Or, or, uh, or maybe or they're not your target it. audience. Right. Like maybe, maybe this company isn't going after people like me. That's fine. Good for them. But that doesn't mean I should judge it. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I, I mean, Kyle, you you always come from a good place. You know what I mean? Like you're not a hater. Wisconsin's pretty fucking cool. No, nah, I wouldn't go that far. That, that detracts from it. But... <laughs> But there are just a lot of people out there that that really, I don't know how to explain it. They're trying to tear something down. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Amazing. It's easy to tear something down. Yeah. So today there was a a rep in an area that I don't have currently covered that had reached out to my distributor and said, hey, I might be interested in, in carrying this brand. Can you send me samples? So today he he finally gave us a response and he said that he is not interested in, in carrying the brand in his portfolio. So I just told the dude, uh, I haven't talked to him, but there's like this, there was like this mo before co- like COVID and like, there's me now. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? And I just told the dude to tell him, that point blank, I will not forget that. And that's it. I won't forget it. So God willing, when Patina takes off more, he's like, oh, well, you know, I just didn't have room at the time. Well, you don't have room now either. Mm-hmm. You know? Sucks to because, suck. Because, dude, here's the thing. <laughs> you, In order to be great, I feel like you have to have a little vindictiveness to you. Am I wrong on that? Well, you gotta not take shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's some level of, depending on what it is, getting over it eventually. Sure. But if you're if you're putting yourself into something, it's not surprising if you take it personally. Mm-hmm. What like, I would probably do is send him a fucking invoice for whatever you whatever cigars yeah. you sent him. <laughs> By the way, here's yeah. your your six cigar invoice for the samples, dick face. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's it's interesting, man. It's just it's fascinating. Some guys just don't get it, but they will. Anyway. But dude, like even like watching watching the last dance with Jordan and stuff like Jordan was a different level of indicative like that's like not even human like how, how do you live like that <laughs> like what you know like holding grudges like that but 
there is something about achieving that great by, by using slights as motivation. I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Proving them wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that all we got? I believe it is. It's a, it's a full episode's worth of content right there. Sure. Better believe it. Better believe it. All right, guys. Drew, you going to keep up with us? I'll keep up with you guys this week. <laughs> <laughs> and Hope, there it is. Hopefully we'll have Danny back next week. All right. All right, guys. Have a good one. Right, Cheers, gentlemen. See you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. <laughs>